Hey, Andrew, how's it going? It's going good, man. What's going on with you? Man, another podcast, podcast number 24. We're going to yes, get sir. into it here in just a second. Yeah, man. Uh, we're talking about what's been going on, what's new, our numbers. We've got a guest on the show today. The guest on the show today, I'm pretty darn excited about, to be honest with you, Andrew. His name's yep. Dustin. He's created a seven-figure, actually two seven-figure businesses and a six-figure e-commerce business. We're going to have a lot of questions for him. But first, we're going to be going over kind of what's been going on. Andrew, what's new with you? Yeah, and I was going to just speak to that as well. Yeah, I'm really excited too because we, we did mention, we did mention in our last podcast that we like to have some guests that, that are non non-Amazon influencer guests. Okay. That is things that other than Amazon influencers, hopefully we haven't heard anything yet. I know the podcast just dropped the, the, the one that we went, did last week that we dropped yesterday, but yeah, we really want to hear about that, but we, we were lined up. We were planning on lining up some guests. We actually got a lot of people lined up. It went really quickly. Once we actually started looking out there, there's a lot of people that are interested in being on our podcast, which is great. Hey, that's good. But yeah, I think, I hope you guys will enjoy it. And we're going to, you know, we're going to pull in some guests um, from different, you know, different areas. And I hope you guys do enjoy this. We'll, we'll have probably next three or four, you know, weeks, we'll probably have several guests that are really not a whole lot to do with Amazon influencers. They're more about side hustles in general, and all of them have successful businesses. It should be a lot of fun. Hopefully you guys well, will enjoy be, this. But that being said, we're... We're still in the trenches. You're in the trenches with the FBA. I'm over here doing the Amazon Influencer. Yep. I know you said the other weekend you knocked out uh, about 15 videos. Did you, you had a, a chance to do any more after that little 15 video sprint you knocked out? Not really, no. It's kind of like <laughs> did a whole bunch and and now it's, you know, it's back. I took some time off too. Took a couple of days off too as well. But what I'm excited about is, is really, even though I'm taking time off, it's getting the, the goals I have to get basically with Amazon FBA, you got to get that stuff out to their Amazon warehouse. I've got a crew of people. We kind of have a schedule of when we want to get stuff out every week. And so we hit that schedule this week. So I'm really excited about that. We're hitting those goals. I think if you don't set goals for your business, you kind of get slack. You're just, you're going to kind of, you're going to say, Oh, I'm making enough money. It's probably fine. It's like, no, I'm really trying to stay on top of it and really trying to take things to the next level and just making sure things are in stock. Back to the numbers, back to our numbers. Yeah, past three days, I'm at six sixty-eight, and past seven days, two hundred dollars, and yesterday, two dollars. There's a glitch of some sort that we've been talking about the last couple of days. I don't know what's going on, but it looks like the earnings are off, the clicks are off for sure. Something really weird is going on, and I think that Amazon's acknowledged that there is an issue. They just haven't said anything like across the board anybody. But I've been looking at the Facebook groups that. A lot of people have been having issues and there's some response, but we're not really, I think they said you're reporting your, your, your sales are being recorded. They may just not be reported properly right now. That's the idea. Hopefully this, this will be corrected at some point. Soon. I didn't know that, that that was out there. Where did you see that? I saw on the Facebook groups. Excellent, man. That's, that's good fun. to know. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't heard that, but that's, you know, that's what we've seen in the past is, you get a couple of days where the numbers are just obviously weird. Mm -hmm. And then usually it, it like kind of, like they said, it's being recorded. We'll have a big day because we've had two weird days of making next to nothing. And then boom, you know, it'll kind of make up for it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the way it is. Our numbers are a little bit skewed a bit because they're probably going to be corrected. 
but definitely going the right direction. I've had a lot of these sort of 30 to $40 days, which is getting in, in that back in that, you know, over a thousand dollars type stuff. Happy about that. And yeah, I'm just really happy to see you continue to do more videos. And I'm really interested to see where your numbers go over these holidays here. I, I want to say that I want to carve out some time to be doing some more videos, but I've kind of hit a point where I'm looking around, I'm like, you know, I, I need to find some more stuff. I need to contact those suppliers again. I need to look around for other, there's not, the low hanging fruit is gone to speak, right, Jim Ed? We did have some guests last week talking about how to make a lot of videos. I had some ideas that came out of that saying, hey, I've done some videos. Maybe I can put together some combination videos from things I've already done. I don't know if you're kind of your brain sort of ticking on that too as well, Jim Ed, as far as like, you know, some of the stuff we learned last week from our guests that we had, there might be some interesting things we can do to make a lot more videos. From Absolutely. That. that was a great podcast. Yeah. My, my brain's been ticking a lot on this. I, I think there's an excellent opportunity here. I mean, I think the opportunity here is just as good as it has ever been. There's a lot of people, I think that the general consensus is, you know, there was a better time had, had you got into, you know, it's kind of like real estate. Had you got into real estate five years ago, you know, yeah, I get it. But you fast forward five years and, you know, it's like, well, man, had I gotten real estate five years ago, right? Mm -hmm. so I, was, I was watching a, a TikTok the other day and it had a very good point to it. It said, a lot of people will keep you distracted on things that you cannot control. And, and it's just human nature. And, and like a lot of the news will push you that direction, no matter, you know, how you feel about anything, the news is there to get your attention and keep it. Right. And so if you're in a Facebook group, you know, they're going to, what's going to be the attention getter? Hey, you know, it used to be good. Here's what's going on. Here's what's not going on. But I'm just, I'm just from a school of thought of just, you know, as long as it seems to still be lucrative, which I think it's very lucrative, just keep doing videos, keep making money. Yeah, I agree. I had Cody asked me today and we were actually going to have a conversation about this. Cody was on a previous podcast. Actually, he's on two previous podcasts, right, Andrew? He was. Yeah. And actually yeah. he's one of the most popular one. I, he, there's more views on his than any others. I don't know if Cody realizes that Cody, if you're listening to our podcast, maybe you've fallen off the wagon, but you should be listening. And maybe we'll invite him on again. Maybe he's maybe he's the eye candy, Jim Ed, instead of maybe. us. Maybe. Yeah. So he's so popular. Did, did you finish going over your numbers? I did. Yeah. Okay. Let me hit my numbers real quick. I don't want to get off on, on the side thing real hard, but I do want to bring this up. I think it's very relevant. My numbers past 30 days. Oh, and by the way, I did get paid this weekend from Amazon. $4,600 hit the old checking account. That did not hurt one bit. Enjoyed that. Anyway. Past 30 days. It hurt so good? It hurt so good. <laughs> Come on, baby. Good. <laughs> go, ahead. Go, go ahead and sing. No, I'm good. Okay. Past 30 days, I'm at 34.52. So, yay. I was hoping to break $3,000. Definitely have that covered. Past seven days, $861. The numbers had been up for a little bit. They have gone down the last couple of days big time. That's That's been affected. I've been over a thousand dollars for the past seven. Yesterday was a whopping twenty dollars. That's terrible. Again, but there's going to be a correction there. Glitch, yeah, glitch for glitch. sure. Yeah, what Cody brought up was he. I kind of told him. I said, you know, I'm doing a I'm doing a fair amount of products that are coming from China. 
There are products I'm trying to say no to that are a little more work. The little more work tends to take a lot more time. I'm in the middle right now. I just couldn't turn it down. My wife was like, just pass on it. And I was like, I can't. It's like $1,100 security system, cameras, wires. You know, I ran, I worked on that for about two hours yesterday. I probably got another strong hour to go uh, to finish it up but I just can't say no to that. But I've been trying to say no to things that take longer to install. So Cody's question to me was, hey, this stuff that you're getting that you're getting from China, is it slowing you down to the point where you'd have been better off not doing them and just searching out other products, other places, friends, neighbors, and all that fun yeah, stuff? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, and, and, and kind of thinking about it, to me, the answer is no. But let me give you a little more color to why what he's asking there because he he's got a real inside view we talk every day um the products from china take a lot longer just because there's specific this specific that just there's there's some boxes you have to check oh, yeah. Yeah. to do these products the video that i don't have to do check any of the boxes it's just a product that i, I purchase i pull it up here i say whatever i want to say about it and i upload it and nobody says anything to me you know what i mean yeah. Whereas when you get into this stuff and you don't do it 100% as you said you would, then you get some feedback. It's like, hey, can you re-record this? Can you add this? And then right. it's just like, oh my gosh, basically I might as well just start all over and record a new video at that point. But mm -hmm. it's just a time waster. But what I have noticed is while my numbers have been bouncing back, you, you see my numbers every day, they've been bouncing back pretty well. Everything that's been seasonal that I really was making great money on in the spring has all but stopped. Yeah. So it's all been replaced for the most part by this product that I've been getting in. That's why the answer is no. I feel like I've been doing a lot of little products and I'm building up a very strong base and I can't wait till that base is around $150 a day. Okay. Because shortly we're going to be hitting some seasons again where I'm going to have these spikes and hitting large items on a daily basis. It's going to just add on to that $150. A couple of things. Are you saying that you're getting a lot of sales from these products you've got from China? Yes. Okay. That's Absolutely. a lot of your sales right now. And secondly, are you doing, I was going to ask you that same question Cody's asking, are you even finding new products? Are you doing any reviews for, for products other than the ones you're getting from your, your agent, your suppliers? Barely. Oh, wow. Very, so, very few. Yeah. That's that's kind of interesting because you're almost doing it. You're compelled in a lot of ways because you kind of need to. You're getting I'm behind. To, I'm always, maybe, yeah, I'm always behind. I've got a list of yeah. stuff in front of me that needs to be done. And I've got them asking me, can I send you this? Can I send you yeah. this? Yeah. That's interesting. It, do you could, Would you be able to do a rough percentage of the 600 videos or so you have up? How many of them are, are from free products that you've gotten? Is it 200? Mm. It's not half, is it? I'd say it's more than 200. It's almost, it's half at least. I'd say it's half. That's a huge thing, man. That, that's huge. And I think for the listeners out there, you might be thinking, man, how does he have so many videos up? I'm more of the normal kind of, I've gotten probably, I don't know, 10, 10 or 15. It's probably up to, it may be close to 20 at this point, but it's still whatever, 10, 15% of, of my total still 
And I'm not pushing as hard, but I do notice every time I follow up with the list that's kind of gone dry a little bit, they'll come back and say, yeah, we actually do have some more products you can review. I don't know how yeah. often you're having to do that, but it sounds like you don't really, they're, they're just throwing a lot of stuff at you. If, yeah. if I was listening to this, just yeah. as you heard me the other day when somebody said that, hey, these there's people out there that did, they got 12,500, they maxed out the 500 videos. I'm like, there's no way, forget about it. Yeah. If I'm on your side of the, the, the radio there listening to this, I'd probably be saying, yeah, that guy, he, he's exaggerating for sure. But I'm not. I looked through it today. I've got over 15 different suppliers that sent, has sent me at least a product. Okay. Out of those 15, I've got about 12 of them that are fairly actively, can I send you this? And out of those 12, there's about five of them that are sending me a lot that have sent me a lot of products. How hard do you have to work that, that connection? How often do you follow up with them and say, Hey, do you got anything else from me? I've probably done that three or four times in the last, I'd say four months. Okay. Not much. Just, not yeah. even that. That's, that's an exaggeration. It's probably been a longer period and less of it. I've just said it a time or two because I was getting, what I try to do is service these people. Well, mm -hmm. so, when they have a question, I answer it. I, they don't go more than 24 hours on getting an answer on anything they ask me. Yeah. I, I hit them back. Even if the answer is not what they're going to want to hear is, and it may be, I'm going to try to get that video this weekend, you know, rather than, oh, it's already done and I'm about to upload it. And it's been three weeks, whether, the, whether it's something they want to hear or not, they're going to hear the truth on it, you know. I would love to see some stats that you could probably do this if you have it. It may take a little time, but it's kind of like the whole revenue share, so to speak. How how many videos you have that are and you probably could figure this out. It may take a little while, but how many reviews that you've done are from products you've gotten for free? And then what percentage of the total revenue that you make is made up of those free products? It'd be really interesting to see over time. And you could say, okay, I've got say you have whatever, you have 600 videos up in total? I do. Okay. Yeah, a little so more. Three, say 300 of them, you know, 300 of them are free and 300 of them, you, are, you know, your products you're able to get from your house, your friend's house or whatever, church, hotels, <laughs> hotel bathrooms, <laughs> right? <laughs> then, okay, and it'd be really interesting to see of those 300, like what percent, like how much revenue you're getting from those 300. I'd love to see those stats. And that's just kind of interesting. I, I hope it's not like, who cares? No, it is interesting because that could be something, if that's the case that you're making a good percentage of your revenue, it's worth pursuing. Because I've asked you that before. At first, you're like, yeah, I'm not really getting a lot of money from those products that I reviewed. But then I think it took a little while. And now you're starting to see it. That, that could be something that it's it's like, well, wait a second. Is, is, instead of going to my friend's house, should I be working on getting more free stuff if, if, that's, if that's the case? Because you're establishing those relationships and you're almost getting, it's not just a one-off thing. You go to your friend's house, you're done. I went to my sister-in-law's house, got some stuff. That's it. She doesn't really have anything else right now. Maybe she'll have some more things, but you're going, you're getting these connections with these people that they continue to have more and more products to send you. That's, that's, that maybe the work now is going to pay off. I'm probably more typical where I've probably been contacted by over 10 or 15, but a lot of those turn out to be, I just, they say, they give me a list of stuff. I'm not really interested or I do one and then they're gone. There's one that said, we want to work with you and, and we can't wait to build this. And then literally I said, yeah, I want to order this product. And they were gone. They haven't, they never sent me the product and they're just gone. I might follow up with them, but mine's been more, I've got, 
a handful, two or three that are pretty responsive. But what my experience has been the products that I'm getting are just not ones I'm really interested in. They're either very low price point or they're, or they're very like niche or niche, niche, as you would say, whatever, like a car part for some Honda Acura or something. They even make Acura, yeah. whatever it is, whatever, some car that I don't have and it's exhaust pipe thing, you know, accessory. And I'm like, what I'm am I going to do? It's like, it's like they've got a whole big list of stuff that's like Happy New Year banner. Yeah. Paper, paper party hats yeah. that say Happy Birthday. And it's just like, I, I can't do anything with any of this ever. You know, sorry. Yeah, and I've got some where the supplier said, hey, did you get your stuff yet? I'm like, no, I have not received it. I haven't received it. And like, I get that all the time. Yeah, and it's like, it's, it's a little weird. Maybe they just haven't gotten around to it. Anyway, but the point is, it's it's worth pursuing. It doesn't take a lot of time. And sometimes you have situations where they do flake out. But in general, for you, you've built a nice portfolio of products from these suppliers. And it's been really, really good. So I, I guess to the audience, it's not typical, but we actually had someone post. I don't know if you saw the post on Facebook, our Facebook group, that someone is getting quite a bit of products also and pretty expensive products. Thank you for responding to our Facebook, to our podcast and to, to post that on our group. I really do appreciate that because it, it, it shows that we're not the only people or you're not the only person who's gotten products that are over a hundred dollars. Yeah. So it's really cool. And whoever else is listening to, yeah, just hit us up, send us the email or whatever, if you're getting more stuff, because that is encouraging for our listeners to know that, that, that this is great. And there's a whole other line of things too, that the more you do these things, there'll be companies. I've heard of this also. I don't know if you've had too many of these, have any companies come to you, like not an agent or supplier, but a company come to you directly that says, Hey, we want you representing our, some of our products. Have you had any of those? I've not like those. you have a few. Yeah. Those things could get a lot bigger as well. And there's also a whole nother thing to where you kind of pursue those relationships a little bit as well. You put yourself out there more, but Anyway, it's really nice when they come to you. Let's give everybody a couple of tips on this real quick because it's it's bringing up some good stuff. Yes, I've had, I think, three different manufacturers reps, I would call them, contact me. And I've had success with one of of them. Mm -hmm. They sent me a small welder and I did a nice video for them. I went ahead and put it on YouTube for them as well. The issue with that, though, is I don't like those as, as well. Those those sound really good, and you're probably going to get a little more expensive product from a manufacturer like that. Mm-hmm. They've got pretty high expectations, which is fine, whatever. But they've only got one product, typically. You know, they're, they may have a whole line of different welders, but they're not going to want to send me 15 different welders. The nice thing about the people like that you and I work with, they are they represent many sellers that have different products, many different products. Those are the better relationships. And if I had, if, if I had, if knowing what I know today and I just got accepted into the program, here's what I would do. I would go through and find, I'd probably make a list of all of my most expensive products that could possibly maybe be sold on Amazon. I'm married. In my case, I would ask my wife, make a list of all the stuff that we have that could be on Amazon. I jump mm-hmm. on a Amazon. I download the list of all the stuff that I've purchased, which I, you know what? I need to do this very thing. I haven't done it yet. Take a list for the last three years. You can go on Amazon and do this and just download all of your purchases for the last three years. But 
I'll tell you one thing I am interested in doing on top of that, and I, I've shown this to Anne Marie, and since I'm out here in the shop, I'm gonna grab the computer up, I'll show you real quick. Who's Anne Marie? She's not here. No, but who is Anne Marie? She's my wife. Okay, great. I was telling her, I said, I need to just go along this wall. Uh, these cords right here are from Amazon, the welder, and just go down the wall, all of these products, and just do an Inspire video, and just you know go ahead and just put everything on there. Hopefully everybody could see Andrew looking down the whole time. He didn't look at any of that. And I guess if you're just listening to this driving down the road, that probably wasn't much help. But I just showed you. I'll explain it so Andrew will know what it was, too. It's just a wall of my welding products. Oh, wow. I could show the wall of welding products going by really nice and slow. Yeah. And like I just did with the computer. It's a little hard to see. But I could go by real nice and slow and just tag every single product or nine products. I believe it is the limit on Inspire. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that would be a pretty cool little video. Our guest is on. Our guest is backstage. We're going to bring him out if you're ready, Jim Ed. I think it's good timing right now. He's right on time. So yep. Dustin, I know you can see us. Thank you for being on, you know, on time. We're looking forward to chatting with you here in a little bit. So let's go ahead and... Hey, before we bring him on, let's do a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, it's Jim Ed from Side Hustle Heroes HQ. If you hadn't seen enough of Andrew and I and want a little bit more, well, guess what? We have a course coming out. It's coming out soon. And if you want to be notified and be the first to be notified, all you have to do is go to provenazinfluencer.com. That's proven, the letter A, the letter Z, and influencer.com. Or you can simply text INFLUENCER to 507-800-0090. Again, that's INFLUENCER 507-800-0090. That's my cell phone number. Just kidding. But we'll let you know as soon as the class comes out. Hey, we're welcoming Dustin onto the podcast. Dustin, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm well, I'm well. Another busy day as always. I'm glad to be here though. Cool. I see I see some Georgia stuff in the background there. I don't know if you know Andrew's a big Gators fan. Oh, well, I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be either. Well, you you'll you'd probably be saying the same to me here in just a little bit. Uh, I'm a Tennessee fan, so we'll see how uh, that works out. Okay. Well, wait a second, Jim. I actually went to the University of Georgia. So I went to the University of Florida for undergrad and Georgia for grad school. I I've 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 like kind of flipped allegiance sometimes and said hey i'm a georgia fan now i remember there's a guy at work that was a big georgia fan so when they started when they killed us and they stepped heading towards one of their national championships i was like how about those bulldogs huh he's just <laughs> right. like no 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 you you, you cannot do that you cannot yeah do that. and a andrew is a total florida fan if you know uh, i am so. anyway anyway good season this year old georgia is that's good yeah good deal just yeah uh, just give us an idea dustin of like you know who are you what have you been doing? Like, how did you get into side hustles and, and the businesses that you're running right now? So I'd love to kind of hear some of your background. Sure. You know, just like anybody else, I grew up working your typical nine to five, blue collar jobs mostly. I guess <clears throat> my mom got remarried when I was right out of high school and he had owned a logging company. And that's kind of where I started my, I guess, true work out of high school and it was dude it was brutal brutal work like we were in illinois so it'd be like a foot of snow on the ground 
dragging cables through the woods and it was dangerous, dangerous work. And you know, I I did that for a couple years and I saw all these people and it's like, you know, he was my stepdad. He's probably in his, you know, early sixties. And then his dad was still driving the semi truck logging and all of his family are still doing the same thing that they've done all of their life. Mm -hmm. And it's like, one day I just kind of, I, reality smacked me in the face. And it was one of those things where it's like, if I don't change something, like I'm going to continue to do this and I'm going to be exactly where they are. And that's not what I wanted. I had to think outside the box a little bit. And it's like, what can I do different to make more money? And that's when, you know, I always had a passion in fitness. I grew up you know, athlete in school and I did a lot of MMA stuff for several years. And it's like, how can I make like my passion a paycheck? Right. And so that's when I talked to my wife about it. I want to become a fitness trainer, went to a gym, started doing that. The, the amount of time I spent in the gym versus the amount of money that I made was not even close. If, if you looked at it on the hourly scale, it was like five bucks an hour. Oh um, man. Yeah. Is like, I had a couple of buddies that were in the online space and mm-hmm. it's like, why can't I do this same thing online? I'll be at home with the kids and wife more. I could probably make a little more money. So that was the route that I went. Yeah. It was trial and error, trying to figure out how to get things to work. This was probably 2015 and Alex Ramosi had just came out with gym launch and he made it a hybrid model, but he was helping gyms as well as. Uh, fitness trainers that wanted to go online and I spent an uncomfortable amount of money on getting him as a mentor and just like learning the skill sets that I needed because I had no marketing background. I had, you know, no social media management experience, no sales experience. And it was just basically learning those key strategies that I needed to start making money. And I would say, you know, after dealing with all the stuff like limiting beliefs, self-doubt, like, should I go back and get a real job as my family always said? And it was one of those things where it was like, after I started making a little bit of money, I got my head above water and I'm like, I think I could really make something out of this. Fast forward to, you know, two years, I did over a million dollars just doing online fitness. And it's one of those same old stories. It's like, you know, people make fun of you in year one, but then in year four and five, they're like, Hey, how did you do what you did? That's what it turned into. Let me ask you, with with the Alex Hermosi deal, back then he wasn't a household name like he is today, right? Yeah, no, he he, he wasn't, no. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I see him on TikTok, you know, constantly. (laughs) And I'm not really even in the uh, following the fitness space. Of course, I guess he's kind of, I guess he's still in that space, but he's probably moved more out of that into the business arena anyway, right? Yeah, now he does a lot with... He has a really big affiliate program and then he just launched his second book. He does way more with buying equity inside other people's businesses and helping them scale than he does in mm. fitness anymore. You said you, you spent, I, I guess, you know, you would think I do an online business. I'm going to have a pretty high profit margin on an online fitness subscribe subscription type model, but that was going through Alex. Alex was probably getting probably a bigger piece of it than you were really. Right. When I first did that, I'll just, I'll just be transparent with the audience. So they know this is back then, you know, in 2015, in order to be a part of his mentorship, it was like 10 grand, all it had to be paid in full all mm-hmm. up front. 
And me, I had only worked like blue collar jobs and stuff. You know, I had four kids and a wife at home. It's not like we had a ton of disposable income that I could just yeah. be like, I'm going to give this a shot. So, yeah. How'd that go? How'd, how'd the wife feel about that combo? How'd that it, go? It was, it was hard. It was really hard. It was one of those things. It's like, you know, it's like, I promise I'm going to make it work. Like, just let me do yeah. this. Like, you have to just trust the process. And it's like, I was trying to pitch the idea to my wife mm -hmm. and she was like, you know, I'll support you in it. You know, I'll, awesome. I'll trust you. That was kind of what happened. And you're, you're right. right. Yeah. He, Alex Hermosi wasn't really big then. A little backstory, you know, he had just, you know, he had just had like a hundred thousand dollars on a credit card. He was flat broke and yeah. he launched gym launch trying to teach gyms how to get more clients. But he was pretty new in the, in the fitness space then, but he had a really, really good business mentality and business mindset. And it, it was crazy the things that I learned in the short amount of time that I did. But looking back, if I would have tried to have continued to do it on my own, I probably would have quit and gone back to a nine to five, to be honest with you, yeah. just because the, the mindset of not knowing if it's going to work or trying to overcome the self-belief or the self-doubt. It's like, are people really going to pay me to do online fitness? Like I don't have a big following. A lot of people don't know me. It's real salesy and I feel kind of grimy sending messages, but it's just learning the process. But, but that was something that I learned that was, you know, it was priceless more or less. Well, wouldn't you say that if say, instead of spending 10 K on this program, you'd spent $500 and gotten the exact same program, I, I would bet you that you probably wouldn't have made it either. No, I agree with you a hundred percent. And this is, this is why though, because I tell, you know, I tell people this all the time. <clears throat> we, we as people sometimes seem to value money more than time, even though you know, we only have two currencies. It's either time or money. You can always make more money, but you can never make more time. Right. Yep. And yep. so when it comes to money, it seems like we value it more. We perceive value with the price point for some reason. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like, oh, yeah. if it's only $500, as soon as it got hard, I would probably go, eh, I only got 500 bucks invested. It's not, that, yep. it's not that important. Yep. And then just and dip out and <laughs> never do any more of the work. Versus when you're financially invested with 10K, it's like, I don't care if, you know, what it takes. My back's against the wall. I'm making this work because I cannot lose this amount of money. Yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's kind of like, like the thing that I've, you know, I've heard online as well. It's like, hey, would you, could you, if I gave you a million dollars, would you be in a good mood? And everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, I imagine if I just had a windfall of a million dollars. They're like, well, what if I gave you $10 million? Would anything get you down? No, 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 not $10 million. And like, okay, I'm gonna give you $10 million today, but you don't wake up tomorrow. Is that you take that deal and people are like, well, no. Mm -hmm. Well, then yeah. why are you not excited that tomorrow morning when it's time to get up and get after things, you know, but you're right. Just to that time and money thing, yeah. the value and the perception can kind of get way off. But yeah, I, when you've, when you've told and you've promised everybody that, Hey, we're going to take this $10,000 and we're going to make something out of it. You got to kind of keep grinding until you do. Absolutely. Yeah. So fast forward to today, I'm, you know, looking at sort of our notes here, we've got, you've got three businesses. It sounds like, or at least it had three businesses to help us understand this. You have the seven figure online fitness business. You got the seven figure online coaching business. 
and you have this, a six-figure e-com business for apparel. I'd love to hear, tell us about these other businesses and, and how they're all playing together and you know what you're spending time on the most today. Sure. Kind of how it plays together is they've all kind of compounded off of each other. Um, you know, when I first started my online fitness business, which I still have, I don't spend as much time in it as I do the rest of the businesses only because it seemed like as I got older, you know, my passion was more driven toward business. And you know, it started there with online fitness business. I learned the skill sets that I needed. My level of awareness changed with digital marketing, being able to actually go from a solopreneur to an entrepreneur building companies. And kind of that's where it started was online fitness. Well, then after, you know, two or three years doing online fitness, I started having other people reach out and they're like, hey, can you teach me how to make money online like you did? I'm like, sure. I started helping a couple people and then it seemed like the inbound messages I was getting from other fitness trainers and people wanting me to help them. I'm like, maybe I need to pivot here. Maybe I need to, you know start something to actually get paid for helping people do what you know i'm teaching them to do and yeah. so i did it was like a test run i started charging people and i'm like okay so then i created elite academy which is like the business coaching aspect of okay things. yeah yeah and i continued to manage the online fitness business and then started my business coaching business as well and then that just like started booming when you know 2020 hit and everything was shut down gyms were shut down yeah nobody was really going to work it seemed like the online space absolutely blew up and revenue just went through yeah. the roof yeah but then everything opened back up and then we want to say well business isn't going so well it's not that it's not going so well it's just that it, it became sustainable again you know that peak right. is gone yeah yeah it's after going through that, you know, I opened a couple other different brands, you know, elite Academy is like my umbrella company to where it's business coaching. And then I have some different affiliate companies underneath that. For instance, if I have a company that, you know, or a, a fitness trainer that maybe they want to run paid ads, but they don't know how, you know, we have agency of elite ads. It's like an ad company and we'll help them manage their ads for X amount of dollars a month. It's like a whole team. They don't have to focus or worry about it. You know, maybe they they don't want to do any type of messaging, inbound, outbound, anything like that. Yeah. Some will have elite setters. It's a whole team of appointment setters that they can hire, but they'll do all of that for them. Now, the kickback is that they have to be inside the business coaching platform to be able to utilize those tools to hire them. So okay. that's kind of the, the way that's shaped. And then when it came to the e-commerce space, like everybody was in it. Everybody kept asking me about apparel and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what we did. I just, I kind of launched a brand for apparel and started making fitness shirts, hats, stuff. And that's just, that makes money by itself. You don't even really have to do anything there. It makes you money by have... itself. You make it sound, make it sound <laughs> yeah. really easy. I mean, it's like, you know, the whole Shopify drop shipping, all that stuff, you know, like, that, that's, that was that it's hard. It's a lot harder than, than those courses make it out to be like doing the Facebook yeah. ads. I'm curious, like with your apparel, how are you, how are you sourcing that? Are you, is it, is it more of a POD type thing like print on demand or are you actually sourcing it from, you know, overseas and, or how, how's that working? It's more of a, like a print on demand type okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't deal gotcha. with any of the filament or anything like that. It's just, you know, it is through Shopify, but then yeah. it's all print on demand stuff. It, it all comes I down see. to the marketing aspect. You is know, it in the fitness niche? 
What's ultimately that? is it in the fitness area? It is. Okay. Yeah. It all, it's, so it's all kind of coming together. Like you said, it's all cohesive because these all sort of play together. All your three businesses, I guess it's three for now. I mean, maybe there's more <laughs> three main businesses that they kind of play together in that, in that fitness area. Yeah. Well, what I'm hearing oh, is you're, yeah. you're creating a demand. People are asking for the stuff and then you're just filling it. So not only yeah. with apparel, but you're also, you're taking people that go, Hey, I want to be good at what I'm doing. I love fitness and I want to be good at teaching people but I'm bad at knowing how to charge people, how to collect money from people, how to get the word out to people. So you're helping with all of the stuff that they're not good at so they can work on what they are good at, correct? Absolutely, that's exactly it. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, <clears throat> you can be the best fitness trainer in the world or you could be, it doesn't necessarily have to be fitness. I have mindset coaches in my program. I have some videographers, stuff like that. You can be really good at being able to get people results or helping them solve a problem, mm -hmm. but you, you suck at marketing. You don't have any skill yeah. sets there. And so right. it doesn't matter how good you are at being able to give them results if you're not able to serve the people and be able to find them or them find you. That's just it. like you just said, being able to understand the business aspect of things is kind of where we come into play. You know, learning how to use a gateway or the proper payment gateway, being able to establish an LLC of some kind, taxes, mm -hmm. being able to figure out how to utilize social media, run paid traffic, all this back end stuff, right? You know, GHL or whatever it is that you want to use for client fulfillment, build courses and stuff like that. And, you know, understanding the, the, the marketplace that you guys are in, that's one thing that's really, really in high demand is just those courses. And they're super simple to do, but again, it all rolls back to marketing. Like yeah. something that might be helpful for your audience. You know, I'm, I'm one of those people that believe in the more, let's see, the first thing you always you do is, is finding what problem you can solve for someone. And then the bigger the problem, the more you can charge, right? The bigger the problem, yeah. the more you yeah. can charge. And typically when it comes to on, in the online space, if you can serve someone in the health, wealth, or relationship area, you're going to be profitable at it because those three will always be around. And so when it comes to just being able to create a simple course, you have zero client fulfillment. If you use something like Go High Level or Kajabi, there's tons of different things out there. Mm -hmm. You can simply get on there and just document your journey. You know, if it's something that you can relate with, Maybe it's something you've been through, right? Maybe, you know, for instance, you used to have a substance abuse problem and you overcame it. All you got to do is sit down, jot down some ideas and think of where you were and how you got to where you are now and record step-by-step yeah. -step videos on it, put it inside a portal and market it and sell it, right? On a monthly subscription or however you want to do it. You could do it as a one-time thing for a lifetime access or a monthly subscription. And there's zero client fulfillment on, on your side, you can consistently just churn and burn and, yeah. and not have to worry about anything on the other side. That's something that's really cool, I, I think, as well. And I think courses have been around for a long time, but they're not utilized enough by your everyday person. People will rather go and spend 12, 15 grand on a mastermind than just simply make a course and be able to build enough capital to move in a different direction. Hmm. That's wow. very interesting. That's, yeah. 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 Good stuff. I was going to ask you, I think a lot of people, they have a lot more knowledge than they think they do. And I think it sounds like you just put a lot of stuff into action. I've been one of these guys, like I literally, I've been learning for 20 plus years, it feels like, 
then they're finally getting to a point where we're actually going to offer a course on this Amazon influencer, which is ironically, Jim Ed and I have only been doing this since early February. But it's amazing that there is a demand for this. And are there a lot of people who know about this or people who know more know more about this than we do? Probably. But but we put ourselves out there and we do a lot of research ourselves and we're trying to stay on top of the game. And 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 so people are learning from us, which is really great. It's humbling at the same time. At the same time, it's like there's an appetite for it. We need to do something. We need to go in and get that information out there and help and to help people. That's really why I think I'm doing this podcast is I really want to help people. And I think that's really cool what you're doing. It's like it's it's exciting because you're helping people to get to where they can't by themselves. And it's just providing services for people. I was just gonna ask you, how many people do you have like working for you, like in, in your across your companies? In Elite Academy, there's probably twenty-five between appointment setters, sales closers, coaches that do fulfillment and stuff like that. And then the online fitness business, I kind of made it more of a group coaching style program with a course. Yeah. There's less fulfillment there. Hmm. I would say there's probably eight to 10 people there. And then everywhere else, it's just kind of spread out. There's like five people in the ads department. There's probably 10 setters that deal with the setting side. Across it all, I would probably say like probably 60-ish people. Oh, wow. You just kind of built this over time, right? As you needed to, as you as you scaled, as you wanted to scale, you you found it necessary. You got to hire people to, to fill these functions, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. that's where I, I'm a bit, well, let's see. That's one of my, my many faults, I would say, is I'm very bad at delegating tasks. Hmm. And... <clears throat> I think like a mentor of mine had told me this and he said, there's a, there's a certain time to be able to start delegating tasks. And it's when you're not able to keep up with the fulfillment side. And then yeah. once that happens, you have to focus on the money-making activities, things that actually move the needle. Right. And so when it comes to client fulfillment, you're not really, you know, helping the business in any way, shape or form because you're not bringing any money in the business. You're helping people that have already paid to join the program. Right. You can delegate that task out. When you start delegating tasks, you have to keep in mind that they're only going to be able to perform at about 70 or 80% of what you can do because they don't know the skill set like you do. Yeah. And so you're going to see a dip in revenue at that 70 or 80%. And as you start delegating more and more positions, you're going to continue to see that dip. So it's always best to do one position at a time, wait till they're trained up enough to where then you can just let them fly solo and move on and then delegate another position. Then it is to go out and try and hire a whole team, delegate all the tasks at one point in time, because then revenue is just going to, it's just going to bottom out. That's interesting. Now, what about a situation where you don't know much about this? You know that, that you need to provide this service, but you're like, I can't do, I'm not good at that but like whatever it is, accounting or something, you could very well plug in someone who's like, yeah, I'm good at accounting. Sure, I can take care of that. Have you found yourself in that situation as well? I know what you're saying exactly because I run an Amazon business and I know exactly what you mean that I was, I had to teach these people coming like, this is how you do all this stuff. This is how you package this stuff. This is, oh, this is how you use inventory lab. This is how you know, you know, click this button here. It is a lot of teaching and training. And now they're getting to a point where they actually have some good ideas for me saying, how about if we do it this way? That's a great idea. Awesome. And they're off to the races. And that makes a lot of sense. I had to train them. And I was sort of, first I was like, oh, I could do it better. And, but now it's like, oh my gosh, there's four or five people doing this. And it's like, this is great. 
But what about the situations where you don't know how to do these things at all? Is that, have you had a similar situation where you had to hire some people that know something really well and you have to just, you know, delegate that task over to them? Yes and no. Like mentors, yes. Like I've always had a mentor that helped me kind of do stuff that I didn't know. In regards to like outsourcing for the business, yeah, not really because I've always kind of been taught that I have to learn to do the task really well myself mm, and okay. get really good at it until I'm able to teach someone to replace me to right. do that task and then move on. Because at the end of the day, if for some reason something happens, I should either one, know how to do that individual's job or two, be able to train someone else how to do that job for them. Yeah. Yep. It, that, it, it's just less fires to put out. And I see this a lot with, with the online space when it comes to like, for instance, paid ads, it never fails. The first question people ask me when they come inside my program, they want to run paid ads. They're like, well, what should I do? Should I just start running paid ads? I don't agree with running paid ads. And this is why, because as a new business owner, there are too many moving parts with running paid ads and there's too much risk involved. Because when you're new to business, you don't typically have the capital to be able to lose. And when right. it comes to running paid ads, you're going to lose money until you learn the process, unless you delegate the task to someone else. And so if you've got like 3500 bucks a month, you can spend to pay for someone running your ads as well as your ad spend, then go for it. But yeah. nine times out of 10, as a new business owner, you don't have that much capital. I always tell people, it's like start out doing organic. Yeah, you're just simply sending messages, you know, and it's like not cold DMs necessarily, but find your target audience, send them a message, send them a friend request, and then simply respond back. Hey, what's up? I'm so and so I appreciate the connection. If you ever need any, you know, health or fitness guidance, just let me know, right? I'm here to support mm -hmm. you or whatever it may be. As you start doing that over and over and over, you're getting those reps in. Yeah, you start yeah. learning what to do. And then once you start collecting enough money, to be able to have his capital for paid ads, then you can go that way. But it's kind of twofold. You're learning the system so that you, you can learn or you can teach a setter how to do your job to replace you. And two, you're making money without having to spend any money on paid traffic. So as far as far along as you are now, what's your average time in a work week look like? My average time, I do a lot with team trainings, stuff like that team meetings. I don't really do a lot of sales calls anymore unless there's a fire that I need to put out or unless somebody's close rate drops. Other than that, I'm typically in the business probably 15 hours a week. Other than that, I just let, let those guys run it because I feel like if I'm too involved, then they feel like they're not doing their job correctly. You've become very good at delegating now. You said you've struggled with it. You've struggled with it, but now you're seeing the fruits of delegating. But it, it sounds like what you do is you've learned all these processes, whether buying courses or you figure out yourself. And now you're, you've taught these processes to people, these systems and processes to people, and they're taking care of you and they're running your company, it sounds like. And yeah, yeah, and they have. And it's which is awesome. It's yeah. just learning it. Like it's, it's a learning thing. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like a lot of times, like when we're new to business, I don't know if it's just from like all of the different things that we hear. Like if you scroll through social media, it's impossible not to see an ad. Hey, earn $30,000 in the next 90 days. We have this, this falsified belief when we go into business that we have, you know, a timeline of 90 days that we should be making money. 
Yeah. And when we don't, then we, that's when we start getting that self doubt. We start kind of dealing with that imposter syndrome. Like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. You yeah. know, I'm behind deadline. But when you actually start making a little bit of money, it's all about building up that momentum. And when you start building the momentum and it's like, okay, now I can do a couple more things. Now I can do a couple more things. And you're just, you're learning along the way. And so it eventually just compounds because you're going to continue to take that into the next level. I think there's levels in business, like just like level of awareness. When I was brand new, I had no idea what, you know, building a business or a company or delegating tasks or payroll or anything yeah. like that really meant. But once you hit level two, then level three, and then you just kind of keep going. So. That sounds awesome. Hey, we're, we're, we're up against our time. It sounds like, and you know, we want to be respectful of your time as well. In conclusion in closing, do you have any final words of wisdom for our audience? So my words of wisdom would just be, if there's something that you're passionate about and you mm -hmm. feel like you're ready to make that transition, just start, right? There's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to yeah. be a perfect opportunity. You just have to start. It's yeah. messy, it's rough, and you just learn as you go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but if you don't do it now, you're never going to do it. That's that's definitely my words of wisdom. Well, I tell you, it's an interesting story. Ten thousand yeah. dollars well spent. Um, <laughs> yeah, congratulations like on uh, coming coming true on that. That's that's awesome. Do you have any any way our listeners can get a hold of you and maybe you know you got anything that you can help them with? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I help tons of people in the online space, not just fitness coaches. If you're wanting to start or scale an online business of any kind, me and my team could probably help you out. You can go to DustinLash.com or you can just simply, you know, if you go to my social media, probably Facebook's the best place to connect. Shoot me a message and just DM me side hustle. That way I know that you heard from this podcast as well as if you go online and at DustinLash.com and grab my free training, just drop side hustle in there. So I know how we, how the connections there. So. Well, thanks Dustin. We appreciate that. And, yeah. you know, make sure and do that and put side hustle in there. It helps us out. And Andrew is going to throw that in the side notes. Dustin, whenever you get a chance, just email us over what you'd like for us to put in the show notes so they can easily reach you. They don't have to rewind and remember, they can just jump in the show yep. notes and click the links. Sure. Will do. Great. Hey, thanks. Thank you so much for being our guest today. We've, we've learned a ton. I know our audience will as well. Yeah, it's good to get to know you a little bit and uh, go Gators. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, go balls. Oh, okay. go, ball, right. go, go Bulldogs. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, nice, nice to meet you and hey, good luck with your business. And I, yeah, I, it's absolutely. really great that you've been able to help so many people. So, yeah. Have a great rest of the day. Yeah. yeah I appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having me on and good luck to you guys as you continue to do your Amazon thing. I, you know, it's all about sharing value. The audience got some for me and I appreciate all that you guys do and just making this for your audience. So yeah, absolutely. Appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Take care. Awesome. See you guys. Bye-bye. All, right, all right. Awesome. Well, yeah, that was, that was, that was a lot. That was a lot. That too. Was uh, a hang on lot. Hang on yes. Second. That was awesome. It's a lot to unpack there. I could probably talk to him for a couple hours, but it, it was a lot of stuff. It's, an, it's amazing to see where he started and where he is now. That's yeah, I, I could only I could only guess. You know, that's a lot of employees. I bet, you know, had a, had we talked a little longer, I I bet that he is a spending a bunch of those hours just you know with HR issues type things. You know, just making sure everybody's getting everything and everything's covered. And you know, unfortunately, you know, people move on and 
you know, you think you can get the perfect team of 60. It's practically impossible. People are going to be coming and going. But I, I hope he is just killing it. I bet he is. I bet he's making all kinds of money. And he's worked hard. And he's took he's taken some chances, you know. A lot of us, including me, I'm, I'm over here doing a W-2 job, doing some side hustle stuff. It really, it's a big leap to jump out there and do your own business and do your own thing. Do your own thing. A lot of people fail at it. And Dustin is, is an example of somebody that's really succeeding in that. Yeah. And one of the things he said, whenever he reached out to us, wanted to be in our podcast, he said, one of the things he says, making money online is easy. And I love sharing the how and who behind it. And, and, and it's and at first you read that and say, seriously, dude, you, you really think it's easy? Well, when you get to a certain point and you're doing a lot and when, when all the dots connect, it, it, it can be. Right. And I think he's bragging it all. And so once we actually talk to him, it makes yeah. a lot more sense that he's worked really hard and he's actually, and I, and I really do believe that a lot of people who have been successful have been coached by other people. And, and that's sometimes it's that one or two expensive courses or, or, or getting that coaching. And I know that, you know, we've got relationship with PAC with Jim Cochran. They have a great coaching program and a lot of people who are successful have gone through the coaching programs. There's just something to say that is it for everyone? Not necessarily. But it's a it's a way to be able to, you know, to, sometimes you do have to spend money to make money. Sometimes you do have to make those investments to really take to that next level. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's not like he's kind of a combination of he's invested in some things, but he's also figured out a lot of things himself, it seems like. So Can you imagine, you know, he mentioned, you know, he had mentioned that he was a blue collar worker and, you know, yeah. blue, blue collar worker doesn't mean that you don't make much money. It's actually kind of. A lot of times the opposite of that, but I got the impression that, you know, he was a entry level blue collar worker, you know, probably making pretty okay for kind of a high danger job, but $10,000 was a bunch of money in 2015 for him when he was doing that. That's probably the hardest sell right there. It's like, man, I went to my wife 2015. She'd say, just what? Like, forget it. Just go away. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah, You got to. Put up some commitment to drop 10K on something. Yes, that's admirable that you're able to. And, and it's really cool to have that you had a you know a wife that believed in you and and, and, and trusted you. And and you made it happen. I love how you said, too, that he's not listening to us, whatever. But I love how he said that he said, and that was a great question you had, too, Jim, as well, when you said, if you spent 500 bucks, maybe it would be different results. And that's something, too. Sometimes when you're when your back is against the wall and you made that investment, you, you need to like, okay, well, this is for real. I've already invested in this. That's a sunk cost, so to speak. I need to make this happen. Yeah. You can't quit when you've, when you've gotten permission from the wife and she's like, yeah, I believe in you. You can do it. You just can't yeah. disappoint. Yeah. And like, I think with me, it, it, it's now to a point where I've been messing around with this side hustle stuff for so long. And now that I have an opportunity that this, it's sort of fortunate in some ways and in some ways it's like, Oh my gosh, losing a job is never good, but it, it's turned into something really big. And now, now my motivation is I got, I got to make this, I got, I got to do this. I, I have to do this. And I think the opportunity is to keep on working hard and take this next level. And then, cause the alternative is going back to the, to the grind again, so to speak, going back to my, to a day job where in my business, at my level, it's very stressful. If I do get a job in, in this again, I got to be ready to be, you know, it's good timelines, it's managing people, it's managing clients, it's it's sophisticated analytics and advanced reports. That's a lot of work. 
And for those people, if you're watching these podcasts and saying, we're not going to hire you now, Andrew, sounds like you're against working full time, again, working in research, not necessarily, but it's a different deal. And it's right. What I'm doing right now, it's very different than I've been doing in my full-time job. And it's, it's got its stresses, stressors as well, but it's, it's something that I really enjoy. I enjoy waking up every day and doing my business, but it's, it's, it's been so I get far. it, man. I get it. You know, when I have yeah. a lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to review, I've got it all planned out. I'll wake up early on Saturday morning and be like, let's go get it. And that's a great Woo. feeling, isn't it? Hey, yeah. Andrew, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us? Yeah, Side Hustle Heroes HQ is our Facebook group. Join our group. Join our group. You will receive a, I'm putting the finishing touches on this, on our Amazon influencer, some, some short tips. It can be a PDF. Jim and I are going to be working on that. We're getting in to get this done and out to you. For those who have actually already signed up and you haven't received it yet, apologize for that. We've just been working a lot, focusing on the podcast and doing a lot of research on things. And we do have a course coming up, but I want to be able to get that cheat sheet out to you guys. So you join the Facebook group, you will get that. And, you know, we're pretty active on there. There's a lot of people who are asking questions. I'd love for you to join our Facebook group. That's the main place you can find us. But yeah, thank you. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Yep. And we've got a course coming. We'll have it in the show notes. If you want to sign up to find out when and where that's all happening, we'll, we'll be doing updates on that. So if you want to get on that list, please go ahead and join. There's no cost to get on the list to get updated on when the course is going to drop. We will look forward to you seeing us on the next one. Thanks a lot.